Welcome to the Mom Guilt Podcast. I'm your host, Vanna, a dermatology nurse practitioner turned wellness enthusiast. We're not here to get rid of mom guilt. Instead, we will give you the tools and systems to get you through whatever season you're in because when you have the right systems, you're able to experience freedom in motherhood and prioritize yourself. Mom Guild exists to introduce you to the life-changing habits that can create a life you never thought possible. If you're listening to this, you are not here by mistake, and I can't wait for you to dive into all things wellness and prioritization. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom Guilt Podcast. I'm sipping on my Organo coffee. I'm going to do an episode because I know you guys are shocked that I'm drinking coffee right now. I'm a matcha girly. I'm obsessed with matcha, but in my whole transitional state of more holistic functional medicine, um, a mentor recommends this, Emily Morrow, and I did a deep dive on, she has a whole stories on it. I looked on the company's website and was like, okay, is this worth trying? Is it going to disrupt anything that I cut coffee out for? And it has not yet. I have been way more clear-minded My dandruff is completely gone. I posted about that on my stories. And because I went and got my hair done and asked my my hairstylist, Abby, I was like, do I have any dandruff? And she was like, actually, you literally have none. And I was telling her about the coffee. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you told me about this because I tried to cut coffee out and I couldn't do it. Um, And I will do an entire episode on this probably. But I... Just wanted to mention it for people that like can't tolerate coffee or get the side effects from coffee um, and are looking for an alternative. And this is kind of like a it'll be like a part two of is coffee bad for you? That episode that I did because I found one that is not and it's actually really good for you. So stay tuned for that. But today on this episode, I want to go through quickly Like this is just something I feel compelled to share this and I've been more aware and more conscious of my peace and how I lose it um, of a couple of boundaries that I have and I think that would be beneficial for anybody to have. First and foremost, like I think it's really important to differentiate between boundaries and demands and ultimatums. Because I think this whole, you know, viral thing of boundaries is great because we're educating people. But as with anything, it gets taken a little bit too far. Like evaluate if you're controlling yourself or someone else because boundaries are really for you. But if you're using them to try to control someone else, then that's not really a boundary. And like saying, I will not do X, Y, and Z, and I will not tolerate X, Y, and Z, making sure it's the treatment of you versus a lack of action from the other person. So we're not doing this to try to control or manipulate somebody else. And if you are, I mean, I would evaluate that. And boundaries are grounding. 
they they are meant to be a positive whereas if you feel threatened or like you are threatening that's more of an ultimatum so boundaries to me are to protect your needs your time your body and there are two two areas where i have like really good boundaries and personal is more of a struggle for me and i've spoken about this before but i it is the one thing that has completely changed my life and that is your phones do not disturb and text messages the amount of text messages that I get is absolutely insane. And I love that. That means that I have people in my life that love me or even they're not within my inner circle or my family. That means that they're coming to me for something. And I don't take that for granted. I appreciate that. But it gets a lot. Like it gets overwhelming at times. But I don't say that to complain about it, if that makes sense. I put my phone on do not disturb if I am at work and I'm like seeing patients because what will happen is I'll be in between seeing patients. Somebody will text me. I'll look at it and I'll forget to text them back. Even though now, you know, there's that unread option. If you hold down the message and say unread, you can go back to it later. Kind of like emails. I love that. But I will look at it and be like, oh, I've got to go see this patient or I've got to go in this procedure and then come out and completely forget about it. So and I tell people that I'm like, if I don't answer you, feel free to do that little question mark reaction or whatever. Like, I'm not going to be offended by it. I want to compartmentalize my days to where all I'm worrying about is taking care of seeing my patients. And I like Otherwise, I will lose my peace. I will get anxious. I will, my time is not used wisely. My brain is not all there. So I will do, do not disturb. Then I will do, I do it during church. I do it during, um, like if I'm watching a movie or like we're doing something as a family where I'm like, I need to be here. And there are times when our boys are like watching TV and we're sitting there with them watching them, but we're simultaneously doing things on our phones. Um, but we're conscious about that. Like we try to not always do that because though those those reels, memes, whatever you want to call them on Instagram, and they're like, your child sees you on your phone all the time. And if it's the most important thing, like those cut to the core for me. But put your phone on do not disturb. Like when I'm in the bathtub and I'm just like trying to decompress from the day when I'm meditating, like any time that you need to give yourself or a certain task undivided attention, put your phone on do not disturb. I can't tell you how many people don't even know about do not disturb. And also, did you know that there's like a sleep one? Like if you click on the the focus, there's do not disturb, there's sleep, there's like certain parameters you can check to like turn your notifications off. That is the biggest, most productive thing that I have done with personal boundaries. Taking a step further, your text messages. I used to feel so guilty if I didn't answer certain text messages. And I don't anymore. And I think that comes with inner work um, and like 
me knowing, I don't mean that badly to anyone, but when Susie Q that I haven't talked to in 10 years, because I still have my phone number from when I was literally 12 years old. Yes, I had a phone at 12 years old. I don't want to hear about how privileged I was because I know how privileged I was. I'll have people text me that I've not heard from in 10 years or that I don't really ever talk to, but they had my phone number and they're like, hey, would love to pick your brain or like yada, yada. And I'm trying to say this very eloquently because I I don't want to come off as rude and sensitive or anything like that. But like, that's my time and space. You're asking me for something when I don't really have a relationship with you. I don't. And I'm not saying you have to give to get. But like when you're just asking, 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 like to me, that's not okay. And I can't control anybody else or their actions. So what I do is I set that boundary and sometimes I answer them or, or, and you know, it's a very generic answer because again, I can't even, I'm not even supposed to be giving medical advice, personal medical advice. Like that puts my license at risk. So, you know, I'll answer them very short and say, oh, you should probably go see a dermatology provider or, you know, or sometimes I just don't answer them because like that. Again, that's my space and my time, and I don't owe that to anybody. And please do not mistake me for arrogance or, you know, a high horse or anything like that, but it's literally just a healthy boundary I have. So I encourage you to not feel bad if you don't answer a text message. To, and now if you're doing it maliciously to ignore somebody, like that's a totally different scenario. If I don't answer you in a text message, it's number one, I've genuinely forgot. Or it's number two, like, you don't really need that answer from me. And you can find it on Google. You can find it. You can go see a dermatology provider. I'm saying this because I do get a lot of dermatology questions in DMs and text messages that I, number one, cannot answer legally. Or I am just like, I don't have the space or energy for this. I'm really sorry. And I I'm not upset with you about asking me that question, but I feel fine not answering it. And I encourage you, whether whatever that looks like in your life, if it takes away from you and it and it, you can't hold a space for it, it drains your energy, it makes you feel a certain way, it makes you lose your peace. Like maybe it does upset you or makes you lose your peace. Like set that boundary. Um, I've even thought about changing my number and only giving it to my inner circle because we all have email, we all have DMs, like people can reach me if they need to, like they don't, but they don't need my personal cell phone number. So maybe that's even a solution for you is changing your number. But I don't want to do that because there are certain people that I love reaching out to me that I haven't heard from a long time. (laughs) I don't know. There's always, there's always two, two sides of the double edged sword. Um, And then I already did an episode on this second thing for personal boundaries and it's time blocking. So and I also have a highlight on the mom guilt podcast of like what it looks like to time block my day. And those are just like little boundaries for me. And in within those time blocks are cleaning my house and um, my morning routine and time with family. Like those little personal things, those are like my personal boundaries. I need that time to function, to be the best human being, to be the best dermatology provider, to be the best content creator and put free information out for people that I don't even know. 
And that's why I do it. I do it to educate people, to give people the knowledge to make their own informed decisions. And I absolutely love it, but it gets to be a lot sometimes. And I think a lot of us are running, we're running on empty, but we're running on empty because we don't have those boundaries. So two things I can I can tell you is make boundaries with your phone and make boundaries with your time personally. And then this second one is with work. And I came from a pretty traumatizing work environment. And I don't say that to be dramatic, but it was a place where you were always taken advantage of. If you did something, you were asked to do more because you were good at it. You were taken advantage of. And you were really asked and asked and asked and asked to the point of burnout. And then when you questioned it, you were gaslit into thinking you were the delusional one. So in taking my new job, I said, I have these list of rules. If you cannot give them to me, we're not a good match. I'm sorry. And those are boundaries. Like a lot of people were like, well, how did you get the days that you got? Or how did you get the schedule that you got? Because I asked for it. And I said, I'm not coming if I don't get it. And that that's just, it is what it is. If you're not going to stand up for yourself, no one else will. And I, and I know there's like a negotiation piece to that, but I think there's also just simple boundaries that you can have. For instance, I was asked to do a task at work that I don't think I should have been responsible for. And I just politely said, it's not, that's not my contract. So especially people that have contracts like medical providers, because that's, that's all I've, I have been, you know, accustomed to is in the medical field, you sign a contract, but if you don't have a contract, you have a job description. And if it's not in your job description and they're just piling and piling and piling and some companies get really good about making this really vague job description. So I encourage you when you accept a job position, if it's super vague, ask for it to be specified and changed. But I just said, that's not within my contract. And they were like, okay. And they respected that boundary. With your work, look at your job description, look at your contract. And if it's not within your capacity and you don't feel like you hold the space or the energy to do that, say no. And your argument is that it's not within your job description. It's not within your contract. And then another thing I do, I do not answer emails when I am not at work. I do have it on my phone, but I don't have the notifications on. And I know this is going to be different for a lot of people if you hold a job position that you do have to be on call or answering things, but I don't. At the end of the day, when I go home, I my patients are taken care of and I'm also in a specialty where there's not that much of an emergency, but I also work in an urgent care setting where there's backups there. Um, so I do not look at my emails when I am not at work and I would encourage you if you have a hard time with that, don't even put it on your phone. And some people will argue with that, but and if you have a control issue with that, like, oh, I, what if I'm going to miss something? What if I, what if I need to dive deeper on that? Look, look more into that. Why are you so worried about that? And that has been really huge. 
and not having access to it at home. Like I used to have access to my EMR system at home. I don't have that with this job. I don't want that with this job. So making boundaries of what access you have, depending on what your career is at home. And again, I'm not naive. I understand that some careers you have to have access at home. You have to work after hours, things like that. But like, is that the right career for you then? Is that the right fit? Is that something that you want to do long term? Because you can only burn on fumes for so long. And maybe you need two different phones. Maybe you need a work phone and maybe you need your personal phone if you're not, like if you are in a position that you need to be on your phone after hours, but set those hours. Like I'm pretty sure you can get a WhatsApp second phone number and then put if you're available or not available or, you know, make it really clear if you work with clients, like these are my working hours and my phone will not be accessible and put your work phone on do not disturb on those hours that you, you're not working or available to your clients, you know, whatever you're doing in your career. To wrap it up, Krista from Almost 30 Podcast. I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with Almost 30, Lindsay. Like they, if you are looking for a soul podcast, spiritual, spiritual awakening, like really finding yourself, please give Almost 30 a listen. But Krista posts the really great stuff on Instagram too, like inspirational quotes. Um, it's not necessarily a quote, but I shared it on my stories and she liked it. So I felt really special. It basically is just because you have the energy does not mean it needs to be given away. Just because you have the capacity does not mean that you should. And just because you have the ability doesn't mean that you should say yes. So really think about what you can hold space for, what serves you, what keeps your peace versus losing it and figure out how to maintain that. I couldn't do that for the longest time. I said I was a yes man. I said yes to everything, especially at my last job. Like I was so caught up in people pleasing and being in control and controlling my situation and thinking, well, if I do X, Y, or Z, then they'll do this for me. It was like a give and take type of thing, which I was manipulated into believing and gaslit into believing. But really, first and foremost, I should have stopped and thought, what do I need for my inner peace, for my emotional, physical, mental well-being? And I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to set boundaries. These are the boundaries. These are like my true boundaries because I wanted to do an episode on boundaries. And I thought, I don't have that many, but the ones that I do have, those I hold. So if you don't have any, come up with one, come up with two or... um if you have ones that you hold and I didn't mention them, I would love to hear them. We post short forms of the long form. We always have long form on YouTube. You can sit here. It's like we're having a conversation. Um, you can watch them. Please comment on that on YouTube. But short forms are on TikTok, Instagram, you, YouTube shorts. Comment on those your 
steadfast boundaries. I would love, love, love to hear them so that I could maybe implement them myself, share them with the mom guilt community too. So please do that. I hope this was helpful in some way for you. And I have a really bad tendency of of trying to like fire people up. I was doing this with one of my best friends. I was like, no, you don't do this. You don't take this. But I want to come from a place of kindness and gentleness and genuinely a I love you and want the best for you type of vibe. So I hope this resonated with you in some way and I hope you can take away from it and apply it to your life because that's what we're all about here um, at, in the mom guilt community is just taking these tangible tips and applying them, implementing them within your life so that you create the life that you never thought was possible. That's what I'm doing and that's my hope for you. I love you. I will see you on the next one. Thank you again for spending your sweet, sweet time with me. Before you go to grow our mom guilt community, rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Find and follow us on Instagram at mom guilt podcast and on TikTok at vanapadia underscore NP. You can also watch each episode on video form at my YouTube channel, Vanna Padilla. Last but not least, always remember, take what you need and it's okay to want more. See you next time, mama.